Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. This is Short Circuit, the shortest of circuits, and I am, uh, I'm happy to bring on Spackler for today's podcast. So Spackler, welcome. Thanks for having me. You got it. Um, so as a, as a quick disclaimer, I, I am happy that Spackler is joining us. I have, uh, I don't know if I was there at your first workout or not. We'll get to that, but I don't know if I was there, but I, I've seen you come a long way um, since kind of the early days, the early days of last year, right? Um, and it's been, it's been a pure joy to be able to get to know you and, um, kind of come alongside and fellowship and work out together. So I'm I'm happy to have you on. Same here. Um, all right. Name-a-rama. Name, age, F3 name. Todd Freeland, 54, Spackler. Spackler. Respect. All right. Now, how long have you, have you been coming to F3? May 9th of 2018. May 9th of 2018. It was a Wednesday. Natty's Hump. And I believe Polar was on the queue. I went back and looked at all the uh-huh. the backblast one time several months ago to look up that particular day. Mm-hmm. There was a big crowd. There you go. But May 9th, Wednesday, Natty's Hump. There you go. All right. So, yeah, you so you just hit the one year. Yes. And you yep. queued. I've, I did my one-year um VQ anniversary yeah, yeah. on the 8th, on May 8th, the day before. It was yeah. at Natty's Hump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And how many did you guys, how many guys did you have out there? Close to 30. There you go. Yeah, a little too many. I was hoping for about 20, <laughs> and we had 30, so. Um, Anything more than 20 mumble chatter goes up exponentially. Yeah. I, I, if I had to do it over again, I would have had more stations. But uh, all in all, you know, talking to different guys, it went okay. okay. Yeah. It was, it was a good workout. Now, what does a what does a typical week look like for you? And um, I, I I bring this up as a curious question because I know that you recently kind of took on like this personal challenge to hit every AO in Greensboro. Is that right? Yes, except for the running AOs. <laughs> yes, and I have hit every AO in Greensboro. Uh, my most recent one to finish up that was Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But I still have not finished. I haven't done, and I probably won't, Shake and Bake. And a Stampede. Stampede or Cadet Shuffle. Mm-hmm. If they're all running, just running is just not my thing. You know, <laughs> I can do the you know, Wednesday. I'm kind of segueing here for a second. Um, we did a little short half-mile run, and that was perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the running involved in the, the regular uh, workout, yeah. that's fine. But going... Doing the three miles, that's just not my thing. I got you. I got you. But anyway, to get back to your original question, this week, for instance, I did Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Slamming Sammy's, uh, Sweat Angel, and Cougar Town. Kind of mixed it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, and it gives you the advantage, too, because now you've hit every AO, so yeah. you know what to expect. Yes. Um, well, that's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, and that's, that's really just, you know, so if guys want to try and find you, although it might be a little challenging if you're, <laughs> if you're constantly changing it up. Um, but, no, that's great. And definitely to hear that you've hit every AO as well. I know that's something that um, we've been kind of 
tossing around as this idea within Natville is, you know, do we want to propose a challenge for guys to hit every single AO um, over a specified number of weeks? So if we did, you would have already won the competition. So Except for the running. Except for the running. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've thought about it. Yeah, Radiator and I were talking about that this morning. Mm. Um, talking about the, the Bodet challenge. Yeah. Is that involve hitting all the aos something like that i i you know i'm not sure of the specifics but but that's that's how he explained it to me i think the idea was that you know we've got we've got to work out every day of the week okay right so every day of the week you have to post somewhere okay um because when they say i've got to hit every ao i'm like well or every what is it every workout i'm like well how am i going to do that there's five workouts a day on you know wednesday or something right i'd be at five places um I'm sure there's more details to that. So I'll, I'll tag it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know the, the details about that one. All right, so let's let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this thing. So tell me, let's talk about life before F3. So tell me about your fitness leading up to F3. What was fitness like for you throughout your life? Um, just before F3, I had a gym membership. I was going to Planet Fitness Um say a year prior to joining F3 I was you know hot and heavy into going to Planet Fitness three or four times a week and that seemed to last for several months and then you just kind of I don't know I think I'm like most people you just get get tired of that that gym thing it's just it's just the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. Um, it gets kind of boring it did to me yeah uh, you do the treadmill, then you do some weights. Yeah, you get a good workout. Um, I did that for yeah, close to a year, but then my um, commitment started to kind of wane a little bit there at the end. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, uh, met a friend uh, through another meeting and found F3. There you go. So was uh, so you were saying you're you're at Planet Fitness. For about a year was that something that you had done um we'll say kind of consistently was like had fitness always kind of come up from within your background or was it something where you just you know oh, i'm getting a little bit older i need to you know start taking care of myself things like that or? Uh, throughout the throughout uh, my life i had uh i was pretty active i, I play a lot of golf okay um Golf is, mm. is a decent exercise, and I played sports growing up, played uh, baseball, pl- played a little basketball, um, and I always stayed in, in pretty good shape, but uh, as, as I got older, um, the uh, parties, the beer drinking, <laughs> that uh, seemed to take over a little bit more, and mm-hmm. then the exercise was less, mm-hmm. um, so... Golfing was just another excuse to go out there and drink beer. Yeah, you know, go on a golf trip, drink some beer. That's like Robin Hood's. I had a a beer drinking group that had a, a golf problem. That was really good. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah, so um, yeah, just kind of just uh, got out of the fitness for a while and um, the socializing, the social aspect of it became more important than the working out. So I neglected that for a while. And then I just kind of made a decision um, about four years ago um, to lose weight. I had gotten to about 200 pounds, maybe 210 pounds, Mm -hmm. had some heart issues, Mm -hmm. ended up having a a heart surgery to correct my problem. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the cardiologist said you need to lose weight. So I went on a diet, uh, lost about 40 pounds, um, took a break from alcohol and tobacco, and uh, now four years later, still no tobacco, no alcohol, but mm -hmm. I still call it a break. Mm -hmm. But uh, my fitness... You're still tapering. <laughs> still, yeah. Still tapering. There you go. All right, and, and you kind of alluded to kind of the next the next piece, right? Tell me about your fellowship leading up to F3. What was kind of the nature of your relationships leading up to um, F3? I always had a good core group of friends. Um, I've got uh, two guys that I grew up with, and I've literally known them for uh, 50 years. I'm 54 now, um, but we grew up in the same neighborhood, um, I did move away for a short time, but my buddy ended up moving to Atlanta with his family, so we we got to rekindle that friendship again and uh, go to high school and play on the golf team down there in, in Atlanta. So I've known this guy all my life and, and also his brother, and there was just a group of us. Uh, we played a lot of golf, went on golf trips, so I guess I had a, a group of uh four or five really close friends. Mm -hmm. So as far as that goes, I had a, a good group of friends and yep. we did stuff. Good. Yeah. Okay. So, so you had that, that small batch, right? We talked about that, I think with Earhart, we had that small batch of friends, kind of that core group of guys. Yeah. Um, so the fellowship piece, it sounds like wasn't necessarily, we'll say waning, right? You weren't out out alone by yourself. You didn't feel isolated necessarily. No, definitely not. Okay. Yeah, that's no. And that's a huge piece, I think, of you know what kind of drives many guys into F three, myself included, is when you find yourself alone, like, oh, I don't have that that small batch. I don't have that those core group of guys that I can lean on. Um, so to hear that you had that definitely, you know, is, is impacting um, just to keep you from being obviously too much of a sad clown, right? So <clears throat> you grew up playing golf. You had the the some golf the the golf background, some baseball, some basketball, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. so some light fitness. You have the plant fitness membership leading up to F3. You've got this core group of guys who have come alongside you. I mean, 50 years. I'm not even 50. and I can't even imagine having a friend for 50 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk now about the, the faith piece. So um, specifically regarding uh, what was your faith like regarding something greater than yourself, your impact within the community, and your personal belief system, we'll say, leading up to F3? pretty much non-existent. Um, I did not grow up going to church. Church was just not a part of our our life. Um, I can count on both hands the number of times I went to church, and most of the time it was with uh, friends, mm -hmm. you know, friends' family. They'd take me to church, or if I was in town or Visiting my grandparents, they'd take me to their Catholic church, mm -hmm. um, but I felt kind of isolated in the in the Catholic church because Catholic church you have to go through a like a ceremony or something mm -hmm. to be a part of the communion, which they do every mm -hmm. Sunday. Yeah. So the faith part just never grew up in the church. Never uh, was not familiar with the Bible, mm -hmm. and only in the past ten years. Um, have I 
started going to church. Yeah. Just before my mother passed away, hmm. I was a, I was attending church um, on a regular basis, and then when I moved back to Greensboro uh, after my mother passed away, um, started attending church on a regular basis, looking for a church. Um, getting involved with different uh, aspects of the church, a Sunday school class, meeting new people, yeah, and uh, just kind of slowly dipping my toe in, I guess. Yeah. And now from that, would you say that, uh, would you say that you had a sense of, you know, we'll say something greater than yourself? So going, going pre, pre-church days, we'll say, you know, did you have any, any kind of sense of something greater than yourself? Um, this idea that we we talk a lot about in F3 of, you know, kind of seeing a bigger impact either within the community or your small set of friends, your small batch, or or, or anything like that. Let me say this. Um, I just, I kind of felt like there was just something missing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if a, a, a radio station, there's lots of radio stations that have gospel uh, talk show, things like that. If I would hear that 10 years ago, I'd turn it off. I didn't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want people tell, talking to me about their church and their religion. I felt like it was being forced down my throat. Sure. I wanted to kind of learn that stuff on my own at my own own time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, prayer was was not non-existent in my life. I would say that I, I believed in, in God, but um, as I got older, I just felt like something was missing. Yeah. So I attended a church service simply to learn. And when you're listening to a, a pastor or a preacher talk, you feel like they're talking directly to you. Mm-hmm. It's like that message pertains to you. Yeah. Man, that's, talk, that's about me. He's talking to me. <laughs> and it, it resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So I went back. I kept going. And uh, eventually I started meeting really genuine, sincere people. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, well, these people aren't trying to force this down my throat. They're just... They're sincere. They want me to be a, to be a part of their church and their community, yeah. and it just felt good. It felt right. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, it just wanted. It made me want to get involved yeah. in the church, and just growing from there, really. Okay. So yeah, I mean, you mentioned kind of that that piece that that statement of like something was missing, um, yes. which I think is is huge because many of us. I mean, even. Even for somebody like myself, growing up within the church, right, you still you start to drift, start to get that sense of like, there's got to be more than this. There's got to be more than just what I can see with my own two eyes. Some greater <clears throat> sense of purpose. Here. To sort of recap, right? You grew up playing golf. You still play golf. Play I golf, do play golf with Sack. We were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we've been playing quite a bit. Um, we've played three times in the last three weeks. <laughs> it's kind of a weekly thing. I've yeah. just been. Wanting to get out there, just recommitting myself to playing, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I used to play a lot. I worked in the golf business for several years. I had aspirations of being a, a club pro at a at a country club. And uh, but, he keeps uh, using air quotes for those listening. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so you so you're playing you're playing golf with Sack now, um, and golf was kind of always in your background. You, yes, you had the the Planet Fitness membership leading up about a year before F three that 
like many guys that we've talked to, right? It's, uh, my commitment was good at first, and then it very quickly started to wane. All right, your fellowship was still solid. You got friends that you've had for 50 years, you know, that core group of guys that you've grown up and, and done life with. And then kind of this, this greater sense of, of faith uh, within the community, something bigger than yourself. Of, um, and and you, you pointed to it, right? Something, something was just missing here. Um, and you, you even alluded to it before, and that is you found that before F3. Um, but that, that greater sense of, man, there's got to be more than this as, as it kind of affects a number of us. All right, so tell me, tell me about that first workout. So first off, who EH'd you? Who's, stinky who's the responsible? Cheese. Stinky cheese. Yeah, we had been the attending um, Toastmaster meetings. Oh, yeah, I remember you mentioned this. Yeah. Um, he had been going for a while, mm. and I came in in February of 2018 to Carolina Christian Toastmasters. We, they meet at uh, Longdale Baptist Church on... Uh, Lawndale every Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. So I met Stinky Cheese there. I met Stage Fright, Stage Fright there. That's how Stage Fright got his name, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, a couple months in, um, Stinky Cheese mentioned this uh, workout group, F3. He said, check out the website. and So I did, and then a couple weeks later, I told him I was going to I think I either I just showed up, and he happened to be there, but I showed up at an F3 workout on a Wednesday, and uh, it was a bit overwhelming. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I had gone to the website and seen you know, the different workout locations and how big it was, mm-hmm. you know, the F3 nation. I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is something else. The guys getting together early morning and working out. Yeah. But uh, as you quickly learn... That's only part of it. You're right. You know, the workouts are fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I can honestly say what keeps bringing me back is the, is the, the fellowship. You, know, you get that fellowship with the workout, getting to know people. Um, but uh, that, that same day when the workout was over, you know, we had the, the get-together at Panera Bread. Sack was leading that. and. Mm-hmm men sitting around talking about yeah. their stuff, yeah. you know, life, uh, what they deal with on a day-to-day basis. I had never, you know, sat down and talked with men about life. that stuff, about <laughs> life. I mean, it's you know, we talk about um, other stuff. Yeah. Weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's weather. talk about stuff we can't control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Ironic, too, that Stinky Cheese ended up bringing you out and that you showed up on a Wednesday because you just mentioned that you've avoided all of the running workouts. And I know Stinky Cheese is a fairly strong runner. He is. And so if you had showed up one day later on a Thursday with him at, like, Stampede, <laughs> you might have been like, yeah, I didn't I'm not make, coming back. I didn't make the mistake that uh, Robin Hood made when he went to his first oh, yeah. workout. Yeah. He picked Soul Crusher, and it was, <laughs> and it was an all running workout. If I would have gone to an all running workout that first time, I probably wouldn't have been back. Yeah, you know, but it happened to be a boot camp workout, which was extremely difficult. Mm. Um, so who was, who was on cue that day? I think Polar was Polar. on the queue okay. that day. I'm not positive, but I think Polar was on the queue. Okay, it was a huge crowd. Mm. I really don't remember a lot of it. It was a blur. Just Splash Merlot. I didn't. Okay. I didn't, but I was... Good for uh, you. <laughs> I mean, I realized uh, that day that I was 
wasn't in that good of shape. <laughs> As we all did. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was a great workout. Uh, really enjoyed it. Kept coming back. That you know that that first week, I think I hit that Wednesday workout, and then I came back for the Saturday at Cornwallis Nightmare, mm-hmm. and uh, I just couldn't get enough of it. And mm-hmm. I was doing f- three, four times a week, and you know there was days I'd work out every day. There you go. And now, um, why, why Spackler? So well, what's the, they what's bring the in they bring you into the circle, yeah. and you start telling about yourself. And they beat and, you uh, mercilessly, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think the one of the first things out of my mouth was uh, I play golf. Uh-huh. You know, and if you know the movie Caddyshack, Carl Spackler, the the greenskeeper, <laughs> you know, Bill, uh, Bill, okay. Bill, Bill gotcha. Murray's character was uh, uh they called him Carl in the movie, but it was mm-hmm. Carl Spackler. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to look it up when I got home. I'm a huge Caddyshack fan. I've probably seen the movie mm-hmm. 20 times. It's just, it's, a, it's just a classic movie. Yeah. But uh, that's where it came from, Cinder- Spackler. Cinderella story. So I need to Boy come up nowhere. with uh, yeah, a Cinderella story. Got <laughs> to win his first Masters. <laughs> we got a hold of that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Spackler. So it's, do, do, you I, remember, I who, do you remember who called it? I don't. I don't remember who okay. called it out. For the longest time, I was thinking, I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I know you do, um, I know you, you do work groundskeeping. Landsca- landscaping. landscaping. I've got a landscaping lawn care business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe someone and sort maybe, of inferred, yeah, like, that's, spackling like a wall or like with spackle. I, I get that all the time. Yeah. People ask me if I'm a painter or I'm in construction. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, I guess the landscaping golfer thing, it just fit. So there you go. Yeah, I like I like I do like the name. Yeah. All right, so we know, that 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 solves the mystery. I've been sitting here wondering like why Spackler. I've never I've never really understood that. Mm-hmm. That's All it. Right. So tell me now about life since F three. You've alluded to some of this already. So tell me first off about your fitness. What, how, did, how has your fitness either accelerated um, or changed since coming to F3? Um, 180 degrees. I mean, totally. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I, when I started, um, I just, like I said, the workouts are awesome. But, uh, I mean, where can you go every morning at 530 and you got, you know, Ten guys, fifteen guys, sometimes thirty guys, all working out together, hanging out. But it's it's really F three is really unique, um, and I, I, I'm I'm sure I'm I'm not the only one. I don't that uh, I'm I'm definitely in the in the best shape of my life, and and and, and I've certainly got uh, more room for improvement. But uh, yeah, I feel better. Uh, my endurance is better. Um, when I first started, you know, the first several weeks, month or so, I was definitely the six, mm-hmm. lagging behind. Yeah. But the thing about F3 is, you know, they don't leave any man behind. That's true. And I remember specifically one AO um, slumlord was uh, queuing. It was either Natty's Hump or Cornwallis Nightmare. And the first thing he had us do after the Warmerama or the first thing was run around the lake mm-hmm. at Country Park. So, which is about a mile, I guess. Yep, 1.6. Yeah. And uh, 
I started out decent, you know, maybe a quarter mile without stopping, but then I had to stop. But I remember Snowflake was right there with me the whole time. And he, I think he had some kind of lame excuse. Yeah, I hadn't been coming out lately. I'm not running much, so I'm just going to hang back here with you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, that made you feel pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't keep up. So that was, uh, that meant a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've heard other people say that too. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, for for several weeks, I was uh, back there. And then gradually, my fitness improved, and I started moving up in the in the packs. And, yeah, I might not have been leading, but uh, I was up there with the with the lead group. There you go. And you know, when you when you see that in yourself, you you know there's improvement. Yeah, you know, I'm like everybody else. I I hate burpees. I hated them a whole <laughs> lot more when I started. They're they're much easier now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, I mean, the workouts are never easy. They don't get easier, but you 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 definitely get better as yeah. you go along. And mm-hmm. I and I've definitely improved. There's no doubt about that. It's awesome. And now you alluded to this earlier and with what you just mentioned. Let's talk about your fellowship since F3. I mean, the the aspect of Snowflake staying behind meaning a lot to you um, as you, you know, work your way around Country Park. Um, Tell me about your fellowship now since joining F3. How has F3 kind of um, either changed that or grown that for you? That's, for me, that is the the essence of... uh, F3 for me, the fellowship that F3 offers. You know, the workouts are what they call the magnet, I guess. It gets people out. But the the fellowship is is the glue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's for, for people that don't participate in the, the second F, the third F, the fellowship part, the faith part. Mm-hmm. I think they're missing out on a big chunk of it. Yeah. Because I have gotten so much more out of being around the different people and just listening to different people talk. I could name names. Um, I mean, the guys that lead the second F. Um, you, you you hear guys speak from their heart, and it resonates with you. I mean, I've just learned so much from being around these guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's meant a lot to me. It really has. That's awesome. Tell me now, uh, to kind of wrap, wrap up the, the three F's, right? So tell me, so your fitness is 180 degrees. Your fellowship now is improved, and you're, you're seeing kind of the glue, right, of F3, the, the essence of F3, right, which is really the, the fellowship, being able to, um, to learn, to hear guys' stories, to have that resonate <laughs> with you. Tell me now about your faith since getting involved with F3. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on you a little bit because I know you now lead the the Monday morning prayer group over at uh, Panera Lawndale. Is that yes, right? Yes. Yes. And so, how did that one come about? And and how how was that? Did you see that as a transformation from your involvement with F3? Absolutely. I mean, that's definitely getting out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't participate a lot in um, the, the the discussions unless called upon. Um, Every now and then I'll have something to say, but sometimes I don't always know how to articulate it at the time. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why I don't. Um, I mean, a thought will come to me after a discussion. There, I say, "Hey, I wish I would have asked that." Yeah. But um, 
Tommy Boy texted me or something and said, hey, we were talking and thought you might be a good fit to lead the uh, the third F at Panera. Would mm-hmm. you like to do it? And without hesitation, I, I said yes, because mm-hmm. I wanted to get out of that comfort zone. I, I've tried to do things like joining Toastmasters was to try to get out of my comfort zone to, you know, to feel more comfortable uh, being a leader and uh, getting up and speaking in front of people. So I just thought it would be a good opportunity. Mm. So, um, yeah, I've just, I, I've been, I went to several of the third F's at Panera and watched how it was conducted. There's not a whole lot to do. Mm. You know, we sit around and ask for the praises and the prayers for the packs. Um, lately, I've been bringing a story or a devotional to share with the, the group. Mm. And it's usually a small, intimate number of people half a dozen i've had as many as eight people mm-hmm. but it's a good time to you know to start the week off and just share with one another and you know talk about what's going on with with each other yeah yeah so it, it's been good i've i've enjoyed it well that's great you know it sounds like kind of listening to your story as well that <clears throat> f3 for you has not necessarily been about this massive transformation although i'm sure in your own life it probably has been but it sounds like you know, you already had the, the background in golf. You were already going to Planet Fitness recognizing I need to, I need to increase my, my fitness, right? Health, longevity, every, everything associated there. You already had the core group of friends. So it's not like you were isolated per se. And your faith was already something that you had started to have some acceleration in as you were explaining. So seeing how F3 has now like pushed you in each of these different directions, it sounds like F3 for you has not been the platform by which you have, we'll say, transformed entirely, but rather it sounds like it's been more a fuel to help you to continue to accelerate, right? Your fitness is now even better than what it was before when you were <laughs> when you were losing motivation to Planet Fitness. Yes. Um, <clears throat> your fellowship is um, increased, and, you know, you're, you're talking... Uh, I don't imagine you've lost that core group of friends. You probably still have that core group of friends. But yep. now, even as you're talking about, you've got this additional group of guys with which you can learn and lean on. And then from the faith aspect, now, you know, you as you mentioned, you are already investigating matters of faith, um, being involved in the community, being involved in church, looking for something greater than yourself. And lo and behold, you now have an opportunity both to step outside of your comfort zone and lead a Monday morning prayer group. So all of this is, it sounds like, has really just been fueled to kind of help you accelerate into being, um, you know, the, the high impact man we always talk about. So definitely, that's, thank you, thank you for, for that's sharing. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'd, I'd say it's just been extra fuel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, <clears throat> in summation, do you have any any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts for the packs. Something that you'd want to share with them. Um, that's been either on your heart through your your F3 journey or um, a general piece of advice, a piece of scripture, a song lyric, whatever, whatever you, yeah, song lyric's a new one, right? Um, probably the biggest thing for me is, is um, and I've, I've said this throughout the this interview this morning, um, F3 is really a unique thing, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really grateful to the guys that, uh, put this together, the guys down in Charlotte, and then the guys here in Greensboro, they, we call them the, the Redwoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a handful of those guys. I know Wojo is one of them. The guys that, that 
or the leaders of the, the Greensboro, the vision that these guys had and the vision that the guys in Greensboro have, it's amazing it's just to see this thing grow like it is. Mm-hmm. I love seeing FNGs come out. Mm-hmm. I love going to different AOs and, and meeting new guys. I want to say to all the packs out there, if you um, haven't been to another AO and you kind of just go to the same one AO or a couple AOs, you know, venture out there and check out some of these other good other AOs. You know, get out of that comfort zone because I have found that yeah, it's great to you know to have that core group of guys that you work out with all the time, the Natty's Hump or Sweat Angel, and I, I was doing that at first, but uh, to get out there and see different guys and meet different people at all these other locations you just begin to learn their stories yeah you know um i met hoosier at a at at another workout um you know at son of a bench you know then nordic track you meet guys out there uh what's the one out in um, at summerfield elementary was it death star not death star that's at northern guilford but that's a great one Mm -hmm. you know i encourage um other packs to get out there and visit these other AOs and if you have never been to a second F or a third F and you're interested in it get out there and try one because you, you you will really get a lot out of it because awesome. I mean, that is so important as you get older as, as I've gotten older um, to be around men and discuss these things yeah so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, well, definitely thank you, thank you very much again for, for joining us, for, for sharing some of your story here and, and kind of seeing how F3 has been the, the fuel in your life to help you continue to accelerate, um, as it has for a number of other guys that we've, we've had on the podcast, right? Um, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the best method to do so? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Do you have your handle available? I think it's... F3 underscore Spackler. F3 underscore Spackler. All right. Pretty sure that's it. Well, we'll include it with the yeah. when we send this out on Twitter. Yeah, anyway. it's, we'll it's sure easy enough to find. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, <clears throat> Spackler, thank you very much again for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to stick around afterwards for all of the, uh, the bloopers, of which there will be many, mostly of me coughing. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, thanks again for listening. Stay sharp, and we'll uh, we'll see you in the club. <coughs> Sorry, I had to cough. <coughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have to cut all this out of the podcast for me coughing. <coughs> so, <coughs> <it's>, <coughs> sorry, man. That's <coughs> <some> crud. <coughs> people, people think. <laughs> I am so sorry. It's all right. <coughs> this will go in the outtakes for sure. <coughs> all right, hopefully that's the last one. All right, what was the question again? All right. I'm trying to find a good spot where I can actually breathe and not have to cough so you can actually get a good train of thought going. <laughs> and so now tell me...
Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the gloom.